Let me ask you a question. Is out of sight truly out of mind? Sometimes in our world, we tend to hide things under the rug, or we put them in a closet, or we put them away, we shut the door, and then we just pretend like it's not there. And then we address it when we need to, or when we have to, or when we reopen that door. Well, in the digital space and world, it is 10 times worse how we hide things, or we create things, and then we log out and never come back to it again. That is happening a lot more. So for today's episode, I thought I would invite a very special guest, Kate Huffenagel, who is aka the Digital Wrangler, to talk about practicing good digital hygiene. As a professional organizer and productivity expert, I focus on both digital organizing and in-person organizing. And I think for a long time, we have focused so much on the in-person organizing or the tangible things organizing. So think closets, spaces, hoarding, all of those that are more tangible items. But we forget that the digital world can be just as overwhelming. And because the digital world and like the files and the photos and all that, that is almost out of sight because we don't see it in our space. It's hidden in our computers, in our phones. And so we don't tend to think about it as much until we do, until we have to go look for something or we get hacked or something happens where we need something immediately and then we can't find it. So I thought it was perfect for Kate to come in and talk about this, about what is decluttering and having good hygiene in the digital space. And how can people, you, the listener, ensure that your personal data is secure and protected? So I am really excited about this conversation. I know that it sounds like we're focusing a lot more on the digital side, but I promise you we are going back and forth right now because I do think that with so much of our time and energy being spent in the digital world, we do need to make that a priority as well as our in-person, our items that we hold in our space. So both our in-person space and our digital space are equally important. So right now we are placing a little bit of the focus on the digital space, but we will continue to go back and forth with these conversations. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with our friend, Kate Huffenagel. Welcome to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. I am your host, Stephanie, a professional organizer and productivity expert. Ready to explore the right organizing and productivity solutions for you? Yeah? Well, then let's go. Hello, Kate. It's so good to have you on. I'm so, so excited for our conversation um, for everybody on the podcast. So I know Kate and we've met, we've known each other now for, for a little while and through the digital world of social media, but primarily through NAPO, which is a National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. And we just clicked. Like, I just feel like we just totally clicked. (laughs) And so she's also based in Colorado the way that I am. Uh, But we really clicked because for so many reasons, but um, this, which is what we're about to talk about, the digital organizing piece is is how I like really fell in love with you because you, you, you simplify very complex systems that people don't realize are very important. They're part of our everyday life. And we should be aware about how that's part of our organizing ecosystem, if you will, like you should pay attention to them and stuff like that. So, so I'm excited for this conversation. Let's go ahead and start talking about this. Okay. So first we're just going to start with what is digital decluttering 
and what is digital hygiene? Oh, wonderful, Stephanie. Thank you so much uh, for having me. I'm really excited uh, for our conversation today. So in my world, you know, I essentially define digital clutter as the disorganization of data files and your devices. And in today's world, right, we have so much data, so many files, we have multiple devices, right, that can look like so many different things. It could be you're running out of storage on your phone, or you can't find an app on your phone. You've got an overflowing email system, and you can't find like that one email, whether it's from the school or a client, right? You can't figure out what is the correct password for an account. And maybe it looks like you're paying money month after month for something that's digital that maybe you're not even using. So digital clutter can manifest and look like so many different things depending on the individual. So then the hygiene of those said things is what? Okay, so just like, I don't know, we brush our teeth, we take out the trash, right? We have to, or at least I encourage people to come up with digital hygiene practices that make sense for them. So for instance, maybe it is deleting photos or videos from your camera roll, right? Because you have six of those same or same ones or similar ones, right? Maybe you're unsubscribing from emails and even preventing that clutter from even showing up in your inbox. Maybe when it comes to electronic files, it's taking just a little time to come up with that consistent naming convention and folder structures, to, in essence, make your life easier moving forward. So depending on like your challenge that you're having with your digital space or your digital devices, digital hygiene can look like many different things. So somebody is listening. They're like, okay, I I get it. All right. I understand. How do this is in in this, in the side of someone that's listening, how asking you this question, how do I know if I'm not practicing good digital hygiene? Because let me just tell you, as you named all these things, I'm thinking, oh, that's not me. Oh, wait, that is me. (laughs) Or is it me? Oh, wait. So how does somebody know if they're not practicing good hygiene? Well, some of the common indicators, and again, I really want to emphasize that like the digital world for everyone is so unique. If we just take a sidestep, right, there's over 2 million apps in Apple's App Store and Google's App Store. And so if you think about that, right, every one of our devices, especially our phones, are going to be different, right? Stephanie, my phone is going to have different apps than than your phone. The way that you organize your phone is different than my phone. So the indicators of how you might need to do some digital hygiene could potentially be well, I, I can't find that app. I know I downloaded it last month. Where, where is it on my screen, right? It could be that you're missing important appointments, whether they're a personal appointment or a work meeting or a school-related event. It could be if you are a business owner and you want to send a personalized email to your distribution list, it could be that it shows up in your client's email as hello, Colorado, instead of hello, Stephanie, right? So there's so many different indicators and some of them are more obvious than others. Yeah, I can, I can, uh, 
already see the wheels turning because sometimes you think you don't even think that that's, you know, that thing is a place where you put your name into it or that you connected it. And now you're in the ecosystem of that digital platform um, and you don't even know it. So, yeah. So then how can people ensure that they're, that they're practicing good hygiene? Like what are some things like quick things that they can do like a quick check-in? with themselves. Like, okay, you just mentioned, okay, these are some of the indicators. Okay. I am following some of those things. I am the, that person. So what, what's next? Like, okay, you're doing some of these things. Now what? I would say that I would encourage the person, the individual to really kind of take a look in the mirror and have some self-awareness or some self-reflection because it does come down to the individual, right? We all use our devices differently. We have different personalities and the way that my brain works, Stephanie, is going to be different than your brain. So I would um, ask an individual, okay, what's most important to you, right? Do you want to be able to find appointments with ease? Do you want to be able to save photos or videos of your kids or grandkids without running out of storage? Do you want to be able to find that pass the correct password without having to look in multiple places or having to reset passwords? So I really encourage people to think about what is kind of like driving them bonkers the most and then starting there. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Like the aha moment, like where, what's your trigger? What's annoying you? What's the pebble in your shoe? Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned, you mentioned password. So let's talk about that for a second. Um, and protecting yourself, like what are the potential dangers of, of poor hygiene? And also how can they ensure that they're protected? Like their data is protected and that, you know, their ecosystem of their digital spaces are protected. So let's talk about that, the protection, the security of the digital world and ensuring that those are, you know, cleaned up and hopefully not of danger to you in your, in your systems. Oh, excellent question. And we could like have an episode just dedicated to this topic. So first and foremost, you want to keep your devices updated, right? I know sometimes it's annoying as you know, when you get that notification from your phone, it's like, oh, you, you need to have an update because sometimes that means like, oh my gosh, I have to go like 10, 15 minutes without my phone while it's updating. So number one, you want to make sure that you are using, utilizing the latest um, technology and the latest um, like operating system for your device. The second thing that I'm going to um, recommend is, and I know we're getting close to Earth Day, but when it comes to passwords, this is not the time or place to recycle or reuse your passwords. It is absolutely vital to use unique passwords. Now, I realize that comes with um, a complexity and an inconvenience. And I'm more than happy to touch on that in a moment. But let's talk about what happens if you actually reuse and recycle your passwords. So the bad guys out there know that is our human nature to reuse passwords. So if they are successful in hacking into one of your accounts, they're going to use that password and try it on like 
other popular accounts, right? So I don't want people to say, lose access to their social media accounts. I don't want someone say tapping into their Amazon or their Walmart account and ordering things because your credit card is saved with your profile or worse, you could uh, be a victim of identity theft. So using unique passwords is just as important as keeping your devices updated. Another great thing to do to protect yourself is actually reviewing the storage on your devices frequently. Because if you are keeping some free space available, that just helps your device run faster, smoother, and safer. So those are my three tips on how you can protect yourself. Those are great and actionable and easy to follow, at least for to get you started. I know that there's way more to this topic, um, but it can because because the internet and the interwebs and the you know the digital spaces can don't feel like they're there. They're there, but they're not there. You don't see them. They're in such a small device, such a small operating system that you don't see all the stuff that's going behind the scenes. So you forget how many how many things are happening and how many people and intruders and how much you can be at risk if you don't do those things that to start off to do the things that you just mentioned. Since we're talking about poor digital hygiene and the things you don't want to do, what are other bad habits or, you know, common bad digital habits that people may not be aware of that they're doing or creating? You said, you said passwords, you mentioned that one, like, doing a repetitive, very common password. What are some others? So some of the other ones, I've got a lot of clients who like to hold on to their digital photos and they then push all of those photos to their cloud account. Now, in my opinion, a lot of photos that are then being pushed to the cloud kind of have a definite lifespan, right? If I'm sending a meme to my bestie, or if I'm taking a photo of a shopping list, or my, or, you know, my husband's at Home Depot, and I'm going down to the basement, I'm taking a picture of the filter size for the furnace, so he can get the right size. I don't need to be holding on to things like that. So I try to encourage people to develop a practice where they're reviewing their photos on a pretty frequent basis and deleting the ones that no longer have meaning to them anymore, right? They're important in that moment, but that doesn't mean they're going to be important next week, next month, or even next year. Another bad habit is, you know, paying for for apps or digital subscriptions that you're not even really using, right? That's, I mean, that's really unfortunate. That's like throwing away food, right? I mean, that's costing you financially, and then it's also taking up space on your device. So if you're not using it, free up the storage space and save yourself a couple of bucks. So those are some other bad habits. Stephanie yeah, and I. Those and I, are good. I'm sure you have a whole list of them <laughs> that we could go on forever. But yeah, and those are so such I I think that they're so such easy things to remember if so when somebody reminds you or somebody tells you, you know. Okay. So speaking of apps or other tools to help you with digital hygiene, are is there anything out there that you would want people to know about 
what is coming up, like some so some of those tips that people may not be aware, for instance, like you can select multiple pictures at once and delete them all. So things that are like quick tips that you think could help people declutter faster, because I do think that that's part of the stumbling block for some people that it just takes too much time to figure out. So what what's something that they could do quickly to just kind of start to start the process of letting go and decluttering and protecting themselves? Your question is so timely because I just finished recording this morning a video for my YouTube channel on how to review the storage utilization on your phone. There is so much information in that one feature. And so I really encourage people to take a look at their storage utilization. My preference or my recommendation is to do, is to do that, say like once a season, right? So the first day of spring, the first day of fall, just take a minute or two and look at how, look at the storage you're utilizing on your phone. You might be surprised to see that those gifts and memes and stickers that you're sending your bestie are taking up as much storage space as they are. Additionally, it is possible, like I know my family, we've got, actually we have multiple group texts between my my fam, my blood family and my in-laws, but we're constantly sending photos and videos, especially of the younger generation. And oftentimes I will save those videos to my camera roll, but they're still in my text message. So that means I've actually have saved those videos, which are very large files in two locations. So there's really no need, at least in my opinion, to be storing those large files in two different locations. Another great tip is to consider using a password manager. Password managers are really cool because since I suggested using a unique password, I mean, how do we keep track of all of these unique passwords? I myself have over 400. Now I realize I'm a little unusual, right? Because I'm also a business owner. So I have all of those passwords that an everyday individual won't have. But still, a password manager can help ensure you're using not only unique passwords, but strong passwords, and they're in the business of protecting your data and they're using the latest encryption technology. So it's rest assured that you have, that that information is securely stored. Yeah, and just like, and this probably our disclaimer, uh, because we both, you can't see us right now on the podcast, but we're both on video as well. And uh, we're both like looking at each other, like just use caution as well with the apps that you are storing it in, of course, um, just to, because this, this episode will long, you know, be hopefully long lasting. Um, but you know, because there's been some companies that have been compromised, just go ahead and do your research before you buy the subscription to said protection, uh, password protection manager, storage manager, and just make sure that they have a good reputation, ask around, um, because you know, they're, they're also susceptible to, to these breaches. So just disclaimer there. Yeah. Thank you for that uh, reminder, Stephanie. Yes, please be a well-informed consumer and do your research. Yeah. Okay. So because with these episodes are, 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 you know, short, quick, actionable, we're trying to keep this short for all of you listeners, but let me tell you, Kate will be back because we have, I mean, the text message, decluttering your text messages is a conversation on its own, but she has amazing videos, tutorials, quick tips that you can go follow on all of our social media platforms. Um, 
Kate, can you tell us a little bit about where people can find you? And then I still have a couple more questions for you, but um, since we're in the subject of all of these other questions that may come up for our listeners, where can people find you so that they can get some of these tips from you that they may need? Well, thank you, Stephanie. That I would say the the best place to find me is my website, the Digital Wrangler. Com. Okay, from there, you can link to all of my social channels. But on my website, I do have a free ebook that you can download that includes tips on basically how to wrangle your phone. So I would encourage you to go there. Also on my website, I've got a section on resources and include some books and apps all related to the digital world. Love it. Love it. Okay, super smart. Okay, so let's talk about what is something that you want listeners to know about digital organizing and avoiding those bad digital hygienes? Like how can people be smart about their digital spaces, protect themselves and not get overwhelmed with all these things that they're accumulating? Oh, that's just a good question because like there's a million different answers. I think it's important that we're having this conversation, right? Because digital clutter, digital hygiene, digital organizing is not something that is really talked about, yet it is very much a real thing. People struggle with this every day. Um, So if there's one tip that I could provide, that is to figure out and identify one digital hygiene practice that you may want to incorporate in your life, whether that is setting a timer for 60 seconds and seeing how many photos you can delete off of your phone, uh, or whether that is putting a reminder in your calendar every quarter to look at your storage utilization. Just start small and build from there. Start building those habits because this is here to stay. Like it is part of our, our world. I mean, our phone, our computer, everything. Yeah. Okay. The last one. This is a question we like to ask all our guests. And I'm always curious, what is our guest, your favorite magazine that you you like to read, that you enjoy for pleasure or for business? Well, I like to thumb through magazines during like downtime. So for me, it's definitely a pleasure kind of item. Um, And one of my favorite magazines is Food and Wine. In my household, we um, love our food. Um, I love my wine, um, but I've got a lot of dietary restrictions. So I use that magazine to kind of uh, inspire me. And then I'll adapt some recipes there to accommodate the needs in my household. Oh, I love that. Okay. Part part B of this question. Are you, do you read them digitally or do you have a physical magazine? Oh, I'm old school. Yeah. There's for sure some things that you just need to flip the page and hold it, feel it. <laughs> Absolutely. Agreed. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kate, for your time, for your tips. Everybody, you know where to follow her. We will also have her information on the show notes. And until next time, happy organizing. Thank you for listening to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you'd leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. It helps with letting people know that we're here. For full show notes and resources, head on over to theorganizedflamingo.com slash podcast. Happy organizing.